Canto 3, Section 2, Number 6 As so he grew into his larger self, humanity framed his movements less and less. A greater being saw a greater world. A fearless will for knowledge dared to erase the lines of safety reason draws that bar minds soar. Souls dive into the infinite. Even his first steps broke our small earth bounds and loitered in a vaster, freer air. In hands sustained by a transfiguring might, he caught up lightly like a giant's bow, left slumbering in a sealed and secret cave, the powers that sleep unused in man within. He made of miracle a normal act, and turned to a common part of divine works, magnificently natural at this height, efforts that would shatter the strength of mortal hearts, pursued in a royalty of mighty ease, aims too sublime for nature's daily will. The gifts of the spirit crowding came to him. They were his life's pattern and his privilege. A pure perception lent its lucent joy. Its intimate vision waited not to think. It enveloped all nature in a single glance. It looked into the very self of things. Deceived no more by form, he saw the soul. In beings it knew what lurked to them unknown. It seized the idea in mind, the wish in the heart. It plucked out from gray folds of secrecy the motives which from their own sight men hide. He felt the beating life in other men, invade him with their happiness and their grief, their love, their anger, their unspoken hopes, entered in currents or in pouring waves into the immobile ocean of his calm. He heard the inspired sound of his own thoughts, re-echoed in the vault of other minds. The world's thought streams traveled into his ken. His inner self grew near to others' selves, and bore a kinship weight, a common tie, yet stood untouched, king of itself, alone. A magical accord quickened and attuned to ethereal symphonies, the old earthly strings. It raised the servitors of mind and life to be happy partners in the soul's response. Tissue and nerve were turned to sensitive chords, records of luster and ecstasy. It made the body's means the spirit's acolytes. A heavenlier function with a finer mode, lit with its grace man's outward earthliness. The soul's experience of its deeper sheaths no more slept drugged by matter's dominance. In the dead wall closing us from wider self into a secrecy of apparent sleep, the mystic tract beyond our waking thoughts, a door parted, built in by matter's force, releasing things unseized by earthly sense, a world unseen, unknown by outward mind, appeared in the silent spaces of the soul. 
he sat in secret chambers looking out into the luminous countries of the unborn, where all things dreamed by mind are seen and true, and all that the life longs for is drawn close. He saw the perfect in their starry homes, wearing the glory of a deathless form, laying in the arms of the Eternal's peace, wrapped in the heartbeats of God-ecstasy. He lived in the mystic space where thought is born, and will is nursed by an ethereal power, and fed on the white milk of the Eternal's strengths, till it grows into the likeness of a god. In the witnesses' occult rooms with mind-built walls, on hidden interiors lurking passages, opened the windows of the inner sight. He owned the house of undivided time. Lifting the heavy curtain of the flesh, he stood upon a threshold serpent-watched and peered into gleaming endless corridors, silent and listening in the silent heart for the coming of the new and the unknown. He gazed across the empty stillnesses and heard the footsteps of the undreamed idea in the far avenues of the beyond. He heard the secret voice, the word that knows, and saw the secret face that is our own. The inner planes uncovered their crystal doors. Strange powers and influences touched his life. A vision came of higher realms than ours, a consciousness of brighter fields and skies, of beings less circumscribed than brief-lived men and subtler bodies than these passing frames, objects too fine for our material grasp, acts vibrant with the superhuman light, and movements pushed by a superconscient force, and joys that never flowed through mortal limbs, and lovelier scenes than earth's and happier lives. A consciousness of beauty and of bliss, a knowledge which became what it perceived, replaced the separated sense and heart, and drew all nature into its embrace. The mind leaned out to meet the hidden worlds. Air glowed and teemed with marvelous shapes and hues. In the nostrils quivered celestial fragrances. On the tongue lingered the honey of paradise. A channel of universal harmony, hearing was a stream of magic audience, a bed for occult sounds earth cannot hear. Out of a covert tract of slumber self, the voice came of a truth submerged, unknown, that flows beneath the cosmic surfaces, only mid an omniscient silence heard, held by intuitive heart and secret sense. It caught the burden of secrecy sealed and dumb. It voiced the unfulfilled demand of earth and the song of promise of unrealized heavens and all that hides in an omnipotent sleep. In the unceasing drama carried by time, 
on its long listening flood that bears the world's insoluble doubt on a pilgrimage without a goal, a laughter of sleepless pleasure foamed and spumed, and mutterings of desire that cannot die. A cry came of the world's delight to be, the grandeur and greatness of its will to live, recall of the soul's adventure into space, a traveler through the magic centuries, and beings labor in matter's universe, its search for the mystic meaning of its birth, and joy of high spiritual response, its throb of satisfaction and content in all the sweetness of the gifts of life, its large breath and pulse and thrill of hope and fear, its taste of pangs and tears and ecstasy, its rapture's poignant beat of sudden bliss, the sob of its passion and unending pain. The murmur and whisper of the unheard sounds which crowd around our hearts but find no window to enter, swelled into a canticle of all that suffers to be still unknown, and all that labors vainly to be born, and all the sweetness none will ever taste, and all the beauty that will never be. Inaudible to our deaf mortal ears, the wide world rhythms wove their stupendous chant, to which life strives to fit our rhythm beats here, melting our limits in the illimitable, tuning the finite to infinity. A low muttering rose from the subconscient caves, the stammer of the primal ignorance, answer to that inarticulate questioning. There stooped with lightning neck and thunder's wings a radiant hymn to the inexpressible and the anthem of the superconscient light. All was revealed there, none can hear express. Vision and dream were fables spoken by truth, or symbols more vertical than fact, or were truths enforced by supernatural seals. Immortal eyes approached and looked in his, and beings of many kingdoms neared and spoke. The ever-living, whom we name as dead, could leave their glory beyond death and birth to utter the wisdom which exceeds all phrase. The kings of evil and the kings of good, appellants at the reason's judgment seat, proclaimed the gospel of their opposites, and all believed themselves spokesmen of God. The gods of light and titans of the dark battled for his soul as for a costly prize. In every hour loosed from the quiver of time, there rose a song of new discovery, a bow-twang's hum of young experiment. Each day was a spiritual romance, as if he was born into a bright new world. Adventure leaped an unexpected friend, and danger brought a keen sweet tang of joy. Each happening was a deep experience. There were high encounters, epic colloquies, 
and counsels came couched in celestial speech, and honeyed pleadings breathed from occult lips to help the heart to yield to rapture's call, and sweet temptations stole from beauty's realms and sudden ecstasies from a world of bliss. It was a reign of wonder and delight, all now his bright, clear audience could receive, a contact thrilled of mighty unknown things. Awakened to new unearthly closenesses, the touch replied to subtle infinities, and with a silver cry of opening gates, sight's lightnings leaped into the invisible. Ever his consciousness and vision grew. They took an ampler sweep, a loftier flight. He passed the border marked for matter's rule, and passed the zone where thought replaces life. Out of this world of signs suddenly he came into a silent self where world was not, and looked beyond into a nameless vast. These symbol figures lost their right to live. All tokens dropped, our sense can recognize. There the heart beat no more at body's touch. There the eyes gazed no more on beauty's shape. In rare and lucent intervals of hush, into a signless region he could soar, packed with the deep contents of formlessness, where world was into a single being wrapped, and all was known by the light of identity, and spirit was its own self-evidence. The Supreme's gaze looked out through human eyes, and saw all things and creatures as itself, and knew all thought and word as its own voice. Their unity is too close for search and clasp, and love is a yearning of the one for the one, and beauty is a sweet difference of the same, and oneness is the soul of multitude. There all the truths unite in a single truth, and all ideas rejoin reality. There, knowing herself by her own termless self, Wisdom supernal, wordless, absolute, sat uncompanioned in the eternal calm, all-seeing, motionless, sovereign, and alone. Their knowledge needs not words to embody idea, idea seeking a house in boundlessness, weary of its homeless immortality, Asks not in thought's carved brilliant cell to rest, Whose single window's clipped outlook on things Sees only a little arc of God's vast sky. The boundless with the boundless there consorts, While there one can be wider than the world, While there one is one's own infinity. His center was no more in earthly mind. A power of seeing silence filled his limbs. Caught by a voiceless white epiphany into a vision that surpasses forms, into a living that surpasses life, 
He neared the still consciousness sustaining all, the voice that only by speech can move the mind became a silent knowledge in the soul, the strength that only in action feels its truth was lodged now in a mute, omnipotent peace. A leisure in the labor of the worlds, a pause in the joy and anguish of the search, restored the stress of nature to God's calm. A vast unanimity ended life's debate, the war of thoughts that fathers the universe, the clash of forces struggling to prevail, in the tremendous shock that lights a star, as in the building of a grain of dust, the grooves that turn their dumb ellipse in space, plowed by the seeking of the world's desire the long regurgitations in time's flood, the torment edging the dire force of lust that wakes kinetic in earth's dullard slime and carves a personality out of mud, the sorrow by which nature's hunger is fed, the estrus which creates with fire of pain, the fate that punishes virtue with defeat, the tragedy that destroys long happiness, the weeping of love, the quarrel of the gods, ceased in a truth which lives in its own light. His soul stood free, a witness and a king, absorbed no more in the moment-ridden flux, where mind incessantly drifts as on a raft, hurried from phenomenon to phenomenon, he abode at rest in indivisible time. As if a story long written but acted now, in his present he held his future and his past, felt in the seconds the uncounted years, and saw the hours like dots upon a page. An aspect of the unknown reality altered the meaning of the cosmic scene. This huge material universe became a small result of a stupendous force, overtaking the moment the eternal ray illumined that which never yet was made. Thought lay down in the mighty voicelessness, the toiling thinker widened and grew still, wisdom transcendent touched his quivering heart, his soul could sail beyond thought's luminous bar. Mind screened no more the shoreless infinite. Across a void retreating sky he glimpsed through a last glimmer and drift of vanishing stars, the superconscient realms of motionless peace where judgment ceases and the word is mute and the unconceived lies pathless and alone. There came not form or any mounting voice. There only were silence and the absolute. Out of that stillness mind newborn arose and woke to truths once inexpressible, and forms appeared dumbly significant, a seeing thought, a self-revealing voice. He knew the source from which his spirit came, Movement was married to the immobile vast. 
He plunged his roots into the infinite. He based his life upon eternity.